Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for one more episode of our podcast as we uh, look at the scriptures to think about government uh, through the lens of the gospel. We are excited to start a new series this year, um, and the series will be um, include, including this series, the topics of education, criminal justice, life, and also breaking bondage. Those are very important issues that um, people talk about in their communities, at church, and also in government. These are topics that we can't avoid, uh, but we we just think about them, and oftentimes we engage in conversations about those topics. And uh, today we will start our series talking about shalom. And Greg, I would like to start our time asking you the question, why is it important to understand shalom when we have all these topics and issues that we think about in our community? Leo, shalom is a special Hebrew word that really reveals a lot of what's going on in creation. What we, what we see every day is a lack of shalom. So we work in the realm of government. Government was created by God as an institution of God. It's the institution of justice. Right. And justice is necessary because sin has entered the world. Well, sin has greater consequences than issuing judgments. Mm-hmm. Sin is really brought brokenness to creation. Mm-hmm. It's brought brokenness in our physical bodies. It's brought brokenness in our souls. And it's brought brokenness in relationships, which leads to broken families, broken communities, broken states, broken nations. Mm-hmm. And what we are often seeing when we're looking at our communities, we're looking at the needs, is a loss of shalom. And when shalom is lost, bondage takes place. Mm-hmm. And the bondage is the ultimate tool of the devil. The devil wants to keep people in bondage. The devil has wanted bondage since creation itself was created. And bondage takes so many forms. There's the more things that we maybe look down on society in bondage, like drugs, alcohol, any other form of pornography addiction. But there's bondage and gluttony. We're just getting out of the holiday season. We all probably ate a little bit too much in December. We got New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. We really want to attack that bondage. But we know, Leo, is we set resolutions. Mm -hmm. And if we're honest, we look back at them. We're like, why am I setting the same resolutions every year? Mm. It's like, well... I'm in bondage to something. Mm. Maybe it's too much TV. I need to cut back that Netflix a little bit. Maybe it's something more severe. I got a, a bad gambling addiction mm-hmm. and our, our finances are really taking a hit or I'm very addicted to pornography and it's really taking a toll on my marriage and the, the way I view other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't quit methamphetamine. I'm starting to see physical side effects mm. of that. And... All this stuff, it, it results in broken relationships and all of a sudden marriages and families, inter, like relationships with your siblings, relationships with your friends start taking tolls. Mm-hmm. 
And then with the government, that's when social services really take place. Social right. services begin to be built and funded and extremely funded today because Shalom was lost. And they're mm -hmm. trying to pick up the pieces of bondage. And what we've done in our own state, Leo, is we've done the research of where is this bondage most prominent, mm -hmm. which communities are suffering the most. And we shockingly found it wasn't our larger cities. It's actually a lot of our rural, smaller, mid-sized towns is experiencing deep pain. Mm -hmm. And economics didn't simply explain it away because some of these towns had really good jobs. Because mm -hmm. really bondage is rooted in broken relationship. Right. And what shalom is ultimately rooted in is a holistic, healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And if we're truly going to understand the world around us, we got to see broken relationships because only in that is restoration going to be found. Mm. That's excellent, Greg. And Greg, as we reflect on the importance of shalom, and comparing that to brokenness and, and bond, bondage, as you're mentioning, how would you define how would you define shalom or explain the opposite of that for our listeners? You you can't tell what fool's gold is if you don't know what gold is, right? Mm -hmm. Shalom does not translate well in English, and when it does translate, it's often in one of these three words: good, rest or peace. Mm -hmm. And peace is the most common one. But what's amazing about shalom is it's all of those. Mm -hmm. It's all of it. See, so the thing about the scriptures and the scriptures says the peace that surpasses human understanding mm -hmm. in Philippians, that's shalom. And how it works is good means complete. Mm -hmm. It means something does not need anything added. Now that it doesn't need anything subtracted, it's complete. Mm -hmm. So we think about creation when God got done on the sixth day, he says, he looked upon creation and he said, it was good. Mm -hmm. It was complete. And then the seventh day, he rested from his work. Why? No more work was required mm -hmm. on the seventh day. Mm -hmm. Creation was complete. Right. It was whole. Mm -hmm. And when something is complete and it's whole, there is rest. And where there is rest, there is peace. Mm -hmm. And that is what shalom is, is that comprehensive. It's what the scriptures talk about in Revelation, where the lion and the lamb lay down together in perfect harmony. There is no hostility. There is no unrest. There's no incompletion. It's mm -hmm. fully complete. Mm -hmm. That's excellent, Greg. And Greg, as we make that comparison, of course, we look at the communities, we look at families, we look at our own lives and we see bondage and, and brokenness and there's definitely a thirst and a hunger for shalom. And for believers, for unbelievers, every human being made in the image of God, they long for that completeness, they long for that peace, they long for rest. How much of our society is in unrest right now? So Greg, what happened to shalom? You were really hitting at it. Shalom was lost because we were discontent mm -hmm. in it. The only people that have actually experienced shalom is Adam and Eve. And they grew discontent. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, mankind has been discontent. And it started with a lie. 
The devil told Eve, you're not complete. You are lacking something. You need something. Hmm. And she believed him. She believed she was incomplete and she added something to her life that she thought she needed, that needed to be there. Mm-hmm. And Shalom was lost that day. And that is what's happened to us ever since. Mm-hmm. God says, this is what brings you life. But we say, no, we want this instead. That'll bring me life. Because why? That's what the devil wants us to believe. And over and over again, it brings death. And this is what sin ultimately is, Leo. It's adding something that was never supposed to be there, or it's removing something that was supposed to be there. Mm. And when that happens, something becomes incomplete. And when something is incomplete, it is no longer good. And when it is no longer good, there is unrest. And where there is unrest, there's eventual loss and peace and harmony Mm -hmm. resulting in hostility. Mm -hmm. So today you think about a a real life example, the Russian army crossed the Ukrainian border. Mm -hmm. A Russian military does not belong in Ukraine, it belongs in Russia. Mm -hmm. So what happened? Ukraine became incomplete, which led to unrest in the nation, Mm -hmm. and now there is war. Yes. And we see this in a marriage, when adultery comes in, somebody has entered that marriage mm-hmm. that was not supposed to be there. Right. And as a result, the marriage is now incomplete. There is unrest in the home. Correct. Hostility will enter, which will likely end in divorce. Mm. That's the ultimate end of that hostility. But it's also, it's not just adding something. It, it's, it's subtracting something. Mm-hmm. Too many families today don't have fathers mm. in the picture, making the family incomplete. Mom does what she can, but because father is not there, there's an unrest, a burden that was not meant to be mom. Right. And then it, it leads to a broken family. Mm-hmm. Um, in marriage, uh, it's a, bringing up the word divorce removes the unconditional covenant that God desired for marriage, where the two of us will be together no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's the covenant God has with us. He says, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm. And when that's removed, when that unconditionalness is removed, so in marriage, the second, the, the D words mentioned, if you will, mm-hmm. there is now conditional. There is something that will break it. Right. You removed marriages unconditionless, which now causes unrest in the marriage. You're always walking on eggshells mm-hmm. around one another. And at times it can end in divorce. Mm-hmm. It ends up happening. And that's what the devil has always intended. I just need that sugary snack and then I'll be complete. Mm-hmm. I just need to look at that pornography, then I'll be complete. Mm-hmm. I just need to do this. I just need to do that. Right. And time and time again. And the devil... What he does is he has his fish hook, mm-hmm. and his fish hook is bondage. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. But how he doesn't just throw the fish hook at you, though, and say, hey, bite the hook. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. He throws bait, just like he did at Eve that day. Mm-hmm. You are missing something. Mm-hmm. If you just had this, you would be complete, you would have rest, mm-hmm. and you would be in harmony. Mm-hmm. And then we say, hmm. This doesn't line up with God's word, but that looks right. Mm-hmm. And then we bite it. Mm-hmm. And for just a few seconds, it tastes good. Mm. 
right. for a few seconds. It, it brings that short-lived pleasure of sin that mm. Hebrews talks about. But then what comes? The hook. Mm-hmm. Also, the hook is in your mouth, and it doesn't once. It's over and over again. The devil starts reeling. He starts mm-hmm. reeling. He starts reeling. And if he gets you mm-hmm. out of that water, that's death, mm-hmm. you're his. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. And that's where Shalom went. We decided God didn't make us complete, mm-hmm. so we were going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And now all that has happened since is no peace, no rest, no goodness. Mm. That's great, Greg. It's helpful to understand how Shalom was lost. And um, Greg, as we think about the individual or communities that are wrestling with exactly what you explained, um, that all that goes through our mind when we're adding something that's not supposed to be added or removing something, and, and how the devil plays a role in that, in sowing lies and sending... These are all helpful um, things that we can uh, identify when we are entering into bondage. And, but as we think about uh, the individual and the communities that are in bondage, how can we restore shalom there? I think we got to look at the ultimate question is, how is shalom restored? Mm-hmm. Shalom's restored in the cross. Mm-hmm. It's the only way shalom's restored. Without the cross, it cannot be restored. And when we look at the gospel, there, there's there's four key components to it, right? Mm-hmm. There's the creation, God created people in harmony, there was shalom. There's the fall we just talked about. But then there's two last steps, redemption and restoration. Mm-hmm. And both these have to occur for shalom to come back. Mm-hmm. And we can't restore shalom. Mm-hmm. We broke it. Someone else has to do it for us. Mm-hmm. And what Jesus ultimately did when we look at Christmas and Easter together, at Christmas, Jesus did what we could never accomplish. He had to descend because we could never ascend. Mm-hmm. So at Christmas, he descended and he became a person. Mm-hmm. And he lived here. And he lived his life perfectly so that he never broke shalom. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Easter. Jesus paid a debt that we could never pay. Mm-hmm. On Good Friday, Jesus went to a cross, paid the ultimate form of justice there is, and that's the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And perhaps the most brutal fashion of all human history. And why? God placed all the sin, all the brokenness, all the destruction and bondage and and destruction of shalom on Christ. Mm -hmm. And on that day when he died, the wrath of God was satisfied. Mm -hmm. Justice was served. And the judge could righteously say, I was a good judge. Mm -hmm. And I can still offer people mercy because Jesus paid the payment. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't just end there. We took care of the consequence of breaking shalom mm-hmm. on Good Friday. But it doesn't mean it's restored. Mm-hmm. Just the penalty's paid for breaking it. Mm-hmm. So three days later, Easter Sunday, Jesus conquered mm-hmm. shalom's, the loss of shalom's most powerful enemy, death. He beat it.
beat it. And he rose again. Mm -hmm. And now he has said to us, I don't want anyone to perish. Go therefore and make disciples Mm -hmm. of all nations, Mm -hmm. baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And know as you do this, I will be with you always until the end of the age. Mm -hmm. So Christ has got a message to share. Mm. And his message is mankind. You broke it and I want to restore it. Mm -hmm. But you must come through me. I will take care of your debts. Your debt will be paid. Mm -hmm. There will be no separation from God anymore. Come through me. Mm -hmm. Because the ultimate loss of shalom was lost with relationship with our creator. Mm -hmm. And Jesus restores that relationship. Mm -hmm. And then he promises, at my return, Mm -hmm. I will create a new heavens and a new earth. You will receive a new body. Mm -hmm. You will receive a new earth Mm -hmm. that'll be whole again. But I can't do that for you today, he says. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's too many that have not accepted my gift on the cross. And here we sit 2,000 years after Christmas and Easter, Mm -hmm. still with many nations of the world waiting to hear this message, with many in-reached nations still not receiving it. Even those who just get done celebrating Christmas and Easter every year for tradition's sake, Mm -hmm. that have not accepted that gift on the cross. And Jesus says, I want all people all people to come to the knowledge of me. So if that's you, mm-hmm. God desires to restore shalom to you today. Mm-hmm. And it begins with getting right before the Father and accepting that payment on the cross that Jesus took mm-hmm. for you. That it's believing in the Son and believing in his return and sharing with others what God has done for you. Mm-hmm. Jesus will come back. Shalom will be ultimately mm-hmm. restored. But until that day, he's waiting with great patience. Deal with your debts. Come before me. Accept my gift on the cross. And someday you'll see this as it was supposed to be. And that's what the Bible is. It is an overarching story of shalom how he's mm-hmm. created it in creation, how it was lost, and how he's bringing it back. Mm-hmm. That's great, Greg. Thank you so much, Greg, for helping us understand shalom and help us understand the status that we are in today, which is in bondage and and how in Jesus we can have the hope of redemption and hope of restoration. And thank you for joining us on this episode today. We are very excited to dive into topics that are very relevant to us individually, relevant to our communities, and think about them through the lens of the scriptures. And there isn't a better way to start that if not through shalom, understanding how God created the world to be complete and in peace and rest, but how we have broken that and how through Jesus, he is redeeming people. And we are excited on next episode and we invite you to join us back again to talk about how God is restoring shalom through Jesus and how we can be ambassadors of Jesus and ambassadors of even this new life that we have in Christ 
in our families, in our communities, but also for our governing authorities as a way to be um, displaying God's um, gospel through the way that we live, but also as a church in our communities, as embassies of God in this world. So please join us on the next episode. We're very excited to continue this discussion, and we hope that this will bless you and encourage you and um, edify you in your walk with the Lord. Thank you. The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.